0: in Apex, North Carolina. Stay tuned. At the end of the program we will give you information on how to contact us, so be sure to have a pen and paper ready. Today Pastor Rodney will be teaching from the book of Exodus chapter 20. So grab your Bibles and follow along. Now with today's teaching, here's Pastor Rodney.
1: A Sunday school teacher was discussing the Ten Commandments with her five, and six-year-olds. And after explaining the commandment to honor thy father and mother, she asked, is there a commandment that teaches us how to treat our brothers and sisters? Well, without missing a beat, one little boy, the oldest of the family, answered, thou shalt not kill. <laughs> That's the next time. My comments tonight, we've been going through the Ten Commandments. If you haven't been with us, we have been going through the Ten Commandments, and we've been taking, it seems, a, a commandment a night, and, um, and, and God's been, you know, giving us what we need, and it's been wonderful to just slow down and go through these commandments, and uh, so that's what we've been doing on Wednesday night, if you haven't uh, been with us, and, and I want to say that tonight, you know, we come to the commandment of honor thy father and thy mother, and let me just kind of preface my whole time with you tonight, my next few moments with you know, my, my following comments, I, I want to tell you now, are not politically correct. And my following comments, which I don't say a lot of things that are politically correct, but okay, fine. But but my, you know, tonight is by no means my intention to be offensive to anyone. Um, you know, I, I realize that we live in a culture where raising children now is um, um, just, it's, it's just very difficult. It's always been difficult to raise children, but even more so now in the days that we live, I think, because we have so many opinions on how to raise children and what is good. And we've got a lot of programs on how to raise children. Even in the church, we've got a lot of programs on growing kids God's way. Perhaps you've heard that. And there's so much talk, so much to do, and everybody's an expert on how to raise children and how to do family. Listen, nobody's an expert on how to raise children and how to do family, somebody say amen. Amen. Nobody's an expert, and no two kids alike. Just when you think you got it down with one, here come another. Can I get a witness? (laughs) Come on, parents. Come on, parents. Some of y'all going, ho, oh, oh, ho, oh, yeah. <laughs> y'all be doing this all night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's the truth. I mean, there's nobody's an expert. And so, you know, by no means do I feel that, that I've got the corner on raising children. At the same time, I believe that the Bible is an expert on raising children. I believe God's an expert on raising children. And I believe that if there's anything that we need to know about raising children or family at all, we can learn it from the word of God. Amen, saints. So we've been going through the Ten Commandments, and let me just kind of set things up and really quickly. Um, we have been rehearsing the Ten Commandments together so that we can memorize them for the big test at the end. <laughs> it's a joke, but I like to rehearse them. I talked to a sister before service tonight, and she said, um, she said I, I was rehearsing them in the car, and I said, good work, sister. So we're gonna rehearse them again tonight as we've been doing, and then we'll move forward, I think, rather quicker than I anticipated. Remember, I told you, let's read them together. Commandment number one, read it with me. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make yourself a carved image. You shall not bow down to them, nor serve them. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. You shall not covet anything of your neighbors. Those, my friends, are the Ten Commandments. We're rehearsing them every time we gather because I think we need to know them. They're important. Now, if you've been with us, you know that we've been talking about the law And remember, I told you, audience participation, the law is divided into how many components? Very good. You have the law of God and what? The law of Moses. Very good. The law of God is eternal. It's unchanging. It's binding upon all men for all times. The law of God, remember we talked about, was written with the finger of God upon the tablets of stone. The law of God is the Ten Commandments. And then we have the second component of the law is the law of Moses, and the law of Moses, as we talked about, deals with civil and ceremonial aspects of the nation of Israel, and the law of Moses is applicable to the Jewish people only, not to the Gentiles. We've talked about that. And the law of Moses was dictated from God to Moses, and Moses wrote them down. So far, if you've been with us, we have covered the first four of the Ten Commandments. Commandment number one, we just read it, you shall have no other gods before me. Number two, you shall make no, um, not make any um, carved images for yourself. Number three, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Last week we talked about, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. And tonight we come to commandment number five, honor thy father and thy mother. Exodus, saints, chapter 20, we pick up in verse 12. If you're there, say amen. Amen. Matter of fact, let's just read verse 12 again together. Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Stop right there. Give me your attention. Remember in Mark, give me your attention. Remember in Mark chapter 12, verse 29 through 31, and it reads this. Jesus answered and said, the first of all the commandments is Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, are you following, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment, and the second is like it, is to you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Remember, Jesus simplified all of the commandments, and he boiled them down to two Now, the first four commandments are on the first table of stone, and they deal with loving God. In other words, if you love God, then you will have no other gods in your life. If you love God, you won't make any image of the real God. If you love God, you won't profane and take his name in vain. If you love God, you will be sure to take the Sabbath and set it aside to honor him. So the first or the focus of the first table of stone deals with loving God. And if you're loving God with all of your heart, that will affect your relationship with your neighbor. Which then brings us to the second table of stone, which deals with your relationship with your neighbor. Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. And the first line of loving other people or loving your neighbor, listen, watch this, is loving those that, is, that are closest to you. Meaning, first of all, your mom and your dad. So the fifth commandment is to honor your mother and your father. If you're taking notes, you write this down. The word honor is the Hebrew word kabad. I'll spell it, K-A-B-A-D, kabad. Bible students, Calvary Chapel people, does that sound familiar? If you've been around here, it probably should sound familiar because we've discussed in previous studies another Hebrew word that sounds like kabad. It's the Hebrew word kabad, kabad. kabod, K A B O D, K-A-B-O-D, kabod Kabod is the Hebrew word for glory. Glory. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 1 talks about the glory or the weight or the heaviness of the Lord filled the temple. The word glory. In other words, listen, God's glory, are you listening? God's glory is so radical, so weighty that there is a heaviness to it. That's what the word glory means. It means weighty. It means heaviness. Have you ever been in a time of worship where you felt like the glory of the Lord appeared and it felt in the sanctuary kind of weighty, kind of heavy? I felt the presence of the Lord in this place. Sometimes you could just cut it with a knife. I felt the weightiness of the Lord in this place when I get in the pulpit and I can't even speak. And you guys might think I'm shedding tears because I'm sad. I'm not sad, I'm blown away because God showed up. You cannot not be blown away if God shows up. Read the Bible. God showed up and Isaiah said, whoa, it's me, I'm a man of unclean lips. Second Chronicles, God showed up in the temple and nobody could stand. They couldn't even stand up. And that's weighty. When you're so weighted, you can't even stand. <laughs> the glory of the Lord. So now this word honor Carries with it. Listen, I'm going somewhere. This word honor carries with it the same idea. Giving weight to the person who is to be honored. Holding that person in high regard or a place of importance. This word kabad speaks of a profound respect. God says kabad. Your mama and your daddy. That's the Philadelphia version, all right? <laughs> Kabat, honor. Now, it's very interesting. Listen, Bible students, it's very interesting. There are only three verses in the entire Bible that are written directly to children. Only three. And all three of them deal with honoring your mom and your dad. You look these up in your own time. I'm going to give them to you quick. Colossians chapter 3, verse 20. Colossians 3.20. I'm not going to read it. You just look it up. Colossians 3.20. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. Colossians 3.20. Ephesians 6, verse 1. And then here in Exodus 20, verse 12. All of these verses deal with honoring your mother and your father. Only three verses written directly to children. In other words, I think, are you listening? That's a message from God to say, listen, all Children, and when the Bible talks about children, let's just get clear. We're not talking about kids like just, you know, three years old to some age. If you are in the world, you are somebody's children. You understand? So now you can listen. Okay, because I'm talking to you too. You thinking you brought your kids here to hear this now, didn't you? See, I came around on you. I came around saying you weren't expecting that, were you? So, so when, when the Bible says children, look, all children, there's only three verses. All children need to know is that they are to honor their mother and their father. All children need to know is that they need to respect their mother, and their father. God makes it simple for the kids. Most of the verses and the weight of Scripture is to parents who are raising these children. But kids, children, we need to understand God keeps it simple. Honor your mother and your father. Learn to respect your mother and your father. Aretha Franklin said it best. (laughs) R-E-S-B-E-C-T. I'm going to tell you what it means to you. Respect. You see, God knows, listen, if a child can understand respect, they can learn anything. If a child cannot learn respect, they can learn nothing. You can't do anything with them. God understands that. Respect is important. Honor of parents is important. Now, the Bible says children honor. The Bible also says children obey your parents. You'll find that in one of those verses that I gave you tonight. Children obey your parents. Now, this word obey is very, very interesting. Honor means to respect, to reverence, the weight, give respect to. The word obey means to stand under. Write that down. It means to stand under. The word obey means to rank under. The word obey means to listen under, listen under, rank under, stand under. It means to be under authority, like a soldier is under the authority of a commanding officer. Children are to listen with attentiveness and respond positively to what is heard. Obey. That's the same word used in my favorite verse in the Bible. Wives, obey your husband. Say amen, fellas. Well, some of y'all didn't say it. Your wife must be sitting next to you. (laughs) They're like, amen. 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 Y'all know I love that verse. I try to use it and get away with it. Woman, you better submit. You better submit to me. Of course, my wife, she knows the word. And She says, "Yeah, you need to keep reading, because the Bible says, "You need to love me." She said, all the time, I do it all the time. It's just a little fun thing we do. Don't be clapping. <laughs> yeah. Look when she's up here preaching, then you clap. <laughs> Submit to rank under, to obey, listen. To obey your parents, the word obey has to do with action. The word honor has to do with attitude. Obey has to do with action. Honor has to do with attitude. And it's very, very sad. Have you noticed? I'm sure you have. We live in a generation that kids, children, people are being taught that obedience is optional. We live in a culture where we're taught that honor is optional. Whatever happened to that word honor? How many times have you used the word honor? Probably not that many in the culture we live because we don't talk about it because nobody does it. There's no such thing as honor anymore. No such thing as honor and you try to buy something. I mean, you a stack of papers this thick. Why? Because your word means nothing. We got a lawyer in the house. Is that right or wrong? That's a good lawyer answer. He went. That's good, man. I'm learning. I'm learning. No, I mean, no, no honor. There's no honor. There's no respect. There's no honor given to parents. There's no honor from children given to their mom, given to their dad. No respect, no obedience. And any obedience I've noticed that you see in this culture, oftentimes is not obedience at all. Sometimes it's compliance. Do you know there is a difference between obedience and compliance? Obedience has to do with action, as I said. Compliance has to do with the heart. Compliance is different than obedience. Compliance is the issue of the heart. Compliance is kind of this outward action. You just do it. Obedience is you're doing it from the heart. You see, you're doing it from the heart. Compliance is perfectly correct in action and perfectly wrong in heart. Compliance looks like willingness, but inwardly it's revolt and waiting for an opportunity to break out. Sometimes we see a lot of compliance but not real obedience. You know, it reminds me of a story of a little boy whose mother wanted him to sit down, but he wouldn't sit down. And finally she took him and she sat him down in a chair and he looked at, up at her and he said, you make me sit down on the outside, but I'm still standing up on the inside. <laughs> the difference between Obedience and compliant. Jesus said, listen, don't be compliant. Be obedient from the heart and honor your mother and your father. Matthew chapter 15, we discussed this in our study in Matthew as the Pharisees were, you know, the story was giving Jesus a hard time and questioning him about these man-made traditions. And Jesus answered their question with a question. I I love that. Jesus answered their question with a question. I like it cuz that parents do it all the time. We do it all the time. We're masters at it. Mom, can I go out with my friends? And you give them the standard parental comeback question. Is your room clean? <laughs> yes. Is your bathroom clean? Yes. Have you taken out the trash? Yes, you're really looking for a no answer. But, but you take taking out trash? Yes. Is your homework done? Yes. Have you done everything I told you? Yes. Now you're getting frustrated. Have you studied for the bar exam? No. Uh, no. Well, you can't go. You know, you're looking for a no answer. But Jesus answered them with a question. Jesus said, listen, why do you transgress the commandment of God? Because of your traditions. And then Jesus said, watch this, in Matthew chapter 15, verse 4 through 7, Jesus said, for God commanded, saying, honor your father and your mother, and he who curses father or mother, let him be put to death. But you say, whoever says to his father or mother, whatever profit you might have received from me is a gift to God, then he need not honor his father or his mother. Thus you have made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition. Jesus says that when they were, they were taking God's word and they were twisting it, and they were saying, whatever I've gotten of God, they actually, King James uses the word Corban, Corban. Because the elders of Israel had taught that if you had something of value, you could just say Corbin, which means a gift of God, and then it's yours. You don't have to share it. You don't have to give it. So when your parents got old and there was no retirement fund, no assistant living, God expected the kids to take care of the parents. So if mom and dad needed something, you would just say Corbin. You just say, sorry, pops. You know, I can't help you. Sorry, mom. I'd love to, but I can't help you. Corbin, it's a gift from God. It's a gift to God. Can't give it to you because I already gave it to God. You see, they were finding theological loopholes and making the scriptures of none effect. And Jesus said, don't do that. Honor your father and your mother. And it's very interesting about these Ten Commandments. Isn't it a very interesting thing that in these Ten Commandments about respecting elders and respecting your mom and your father, he doesn't really say anything about, you know, Respecting the king. You would think in the Ten Commandments, God might say something like, well, respect the elders. Respect the king. Respect the political leaders. Respect the president. Respect your boss. Honor your boss. God doesn't say anything like that. It's very interesting to get this. The Ten Commandments don't even say specifically respect God's authority. They don't say that. Because it says honor your parents, Honor your mother and father, because when you listen, this is very important. When you honor your mother and father, you are honoring God. You understand? When you honor your mother and father, your parents, you're honoring God. So listen. Why does God tell children to obey their parents? Let me just give you a few suggestions. Why does God tell children to honor and obey their parents? Here's one for you if you're taking notes. Because listen, it helps them to learn how to obey and honor and trust God. That's number one. You see, when you ask your children to do something and they don't understand why they're doing it, but they do it anyway, You're teaching them obedience and you're teaching them trust. What they learn from you, they're going to translate into what God looks like. If you understand that, say amen. Amen. What they learn from you, they're going to translate in what God looks like and how God relates to people. So if you say to your kids, I need you to do something, and they do it and they don't understand why they're doing it, then you're teaching them to trust. Trust. You're teaching them to obey, not only you, but you're teaching them to trust and obey the Lord. How many times does God tell us to do stuff and we don't understand why we're doing it? But God says, I don't have to give you a reason, just obey and do it. That should sound familiar to parents. Why I got to do this? Why I got to do that? I usually tell them, because I'm the daddy, that's why.